0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nottingham Playcast. The podcast is about to begin. Please take your seats.
1: Hello, welcome to Nottingham Playcast. This is the first podcast of the year from Nottingham Playhouse. So a happy new year. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to have so much to talk about in the coming months. It's another very exciting year. New Year, of course. It's a time for looking back as well as looking forward. So in a moment, we're going to find out what some of our staff would pick as the highlights of 2018. Keep listening for an interview with Rob Green, up-and-coming singer-songwriter, who has acted as composer and musical director for our show The Owls and the Shoemaker, which is still, at time of recording, running in schools throughout Nottinghamshire. If you asked me what was the one moment of 2018 here at the Playhouse, I'd find it very hard to give you an answer. We've had such an extraordinary year and so many fantastic productions. Personally, as Memberships Manager, a professional highlight might be the moment I got to stand up in front of a packed room of Playhouse past members and introduce the wonderful Mark Gatiss, ahead of his appearance in The Madness of George III. We thought we'd ask some of the staff here at the Playhouse what they'd say was their top moment of the year. I'm Andy, I'm Production Manager at Nottingham Playhouse and my highlight of 2018 was, from a personal point of view, Shabin, which was written by Mufaro, who happened to work in the crew here And uh, I was so happy that one of the plays that he's written, because he's been talking about it for a long time, actually came from being something he was talking about to being performed on our main stage. And it was awesome. One of the best things I've seen on our stage in a long time. I'm Laura Guthrie. I'm the agent for change for Ramps on the Moon here at Nottingham Playhouse. And my two highlights for 2018 were when we put on the production of Our Country's Good, which was the Ramps on the Moon show with a cast of disabled performers and creatives. And my other highlight was Platform. Form 18, which was a weekend event for adults with learning disabilities who took over the building, did performances, did workshops, it was fantastic. My name's Claire Thompson and I'm the head of the paint shop and my highlights of 2018 I think was Wonderland. It was just really interesting to work with new materials um, and something we'd not worked with before. And then when it was all put together, it was such an amazing transformation of the stage space that it, it had real wow factor.
0: Hello, I'm Manya. I'm a participation officer at Nottingham Playhouse. My highlight of 2018 was delivering Story Explorers, an early years interactive storytelling project across Inspire Libraries across all of Nottinghamshire, and we're just about to deliver our next story, which is Polar Adventures.
1: My name's Mike Turton. I'm the maintenance technician at Nottingham Playhouse. And I think the best thing I've seen here this year, in fact, all the years I've worked here, was the madness of King George III. It was absolutely fantastic.
0: My name is Olivia Ward. I am the fundraiser for Nottingham Playhouse. My highlight of the past year was the 70th anniversary gala where we raised £10,000 for our charitable causes. It was a
2: great night, enjoyed by all.
0: Hi, I'm Josie and I'm the marketing assistant. Um, my highlight this year at Nottingham Playhouse has been Sweet Charity. Um, I really loved that show. I'd never seen the musical before, and I loved all of the songs and I saw it twice and it was
1: great. Hi I'm Elaine the Participation Manager and my highlight of 2018 was World Book Day which happened in March and we went out to the QMC Hospital School to talk about Tidy. My name is Frances, I'm the Admin Assistant and I'm really enjoying listening to Nurse Nelly and uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham singing in panto because I can hear them from my office.
0: Hi I'm Charlie, I'm the graphic designer and I really liked the dancing in Sweet Charity.
2: Uh, I'm Jane, I'm the company and stage manager. My highlight for 2018 was the
1: production of Wonderland. Um, It looked fantastic. The set won the What's On Stage Design Award for Morgan. But more to the point, it's the fact that I come from a mining background. My brother worked for the coal board for 33 years, and it was great to see his life and what he was involved with up there on the stage. I'm Dawn, I'm one of the participation officers and my highlight of 2018 has been setting up the Young Artist Development programme which is called Homegrown.
0: My name is Louise Pearson and I'm stage manager on Elves and the Shoemaker. Um, So my highlight is working on Elves and the Shoemaker which is the Neville Christmas show which is just so magical and bringing joy to children over Christmas is a really special occasion. My name's Orla O'Connor and I'm Participation Officer for Arts Award at Nottingham Playhouse. My highlight for 2018 was making the theatre part of the Arts Mark Partnership Programme, which means we can support schools that are on their journey to be getting their Mark status. My name's Isla Kay, I'm the Events Assistant. My highlight of the year is meeting new people and showing them around the building. Hi, I'm Rebecca and
1: I'm audience and community engagement manager. This year I loved the show Holes. It's the first um, family show we've done at Easter for a while. It's really good to have so many primary school children in the building and I'm really looking forward to our next family show at Easter, which is Skellig. I'm Anna Roberts. I'm the deputy head of Paint Shop. And my highlight
0: of 2018 was working on Shabin. It was great that it had local significance and I love the challenge of recreating the effect of a 1950s black and white photograph on the cloth. I'm Beth Schuler. I'm the artist development producer at Nottingham Playhouse. First highlight was the Amplify Teen Festival. There were loads of performances and works in progress and loads of artists. Some I'd seen before, some I hadn't seen before. but It was just a really buzzy week, it was just amazing. I really did see Major Labia when they played the main stage and they are an Amplify company. All female comedy company, and I laughed so hard I cried. Hi, I'm Rich. I'm the sales and CRM manager. I really enjoyed Sweet Charity last year. It was great to see so many acts on stage and a live band as well. Just a
1: fantastic production. Hello, my name's Gary. I work on the box office. And my highlight was the Mark Gattis talk.
2: My name's Matt. I'm a box office assistant here at the Playhouse. And my highlight of the year was Sir Shabine. Really enjoyed seeing some new work on the main stage by a local writer. an outstanding production. I really enjoyed it.
0: So I'm Joanna Sigsworth, I'm the Head of Marketing and Communications here at the Playhouse and my highlight of 2018 was The Madness of George III and the reason it was such a highlight is because it was such a big, massive project for everybody. It was really exciting, the show was fantastic Um, and what gave me a particular thrill was knowing that my friends around the country were watching it on the 20th of November along with me. I'm Hannah, I'm the marketing officer, and I really enjoyed uh, the NT Live, uh, Madness of George, because it was just really interesting to get to see all the filming and technical stuff, and yeah, it was great.
1: Hi, I'm Dave Richardson. I work as a stage doorkeeper and also as a front of house usher. I've had many highlights at work this year, Uh, the main one being Madness of George III, which was fantastic. I also really enjoyed working with Wonderland and the panto has been exceptionally good this year, Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood. So three main highlights, but George III pips it by a squeak. <laughs> I'm Liz and I'm production assistant. My highlight of 2018 was our production of Shabeen by Mafara Makubika.
0: I'm Adam Penford and I'm Artistic Director of Nottingham Playhouse. The highlight of 2018 for me was being nominated for Best Regional Theatre of the Year in the Stage Awards um, because it really recognised the efforts of the whole team at the Playhouse in putting on an
1: extraordinary year of theatre. It's great to hear from so many of our staff what their top moments of 2018 were and what an accolade to be nominated by the stage as Regional Theatre of the Year. We'll find out on the 25th of January who wins that award, so we'll let you know in our next podcast. Now, one show that's carried us from 2018 into the new year is The Owls and the Shoemaker, which is currently touring schools throughout Nottinghamshire. And we have a special interview conducted by our digital producer Fraser Youngson with Rob Green, who's the musical director and composer for that show.
0: So I am joined today by Rob Green, who is the composer and musical director of Elves and the Shoemaker. How are you today, Rob? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. It's nice to be back in the office after a little bit of a break. (laughs) Yeah, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How was your break?
2: It was great. It was so good. I went away over Christmas to Copenhagen, which was awesome. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, spent Christmas at a theme park. How
1: did you do?
2: Yeah, Tivoli, which was awesome. So yeah, I'm like partied out. I'm ready to get started in the new year. Fantastic.
0: So can you tell our podcast listeners a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your sound as a musician and what you've been up to? Uh,
2: Well, I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm from Nottingham uh, originally. Play the guitar and use the loop pedal live on stage. I write my own music and it's sort of a bridge between sort of acoustic-y soul rock sound with uh, some rap and some singing involved. I beatbox and Basically do whatever needs to happen on stage to make it a vibe uh, for the music. Yeah, I'm all about really honest lyrics and uh, basically just trying to bridge the gap between how we feel and sort of making that musical, uh, honest feeling musically.
0: Um, And you've had some really big performances in the last few years. Talk us through some of them. I've just been researching a little bit. I saw the Royal Albert Hall.
2: Yes, I did the proms in 2017 uh, in the summer with Claire Teal. Claire Teal is amazing. Uh, she came to a performance I was doing and was like, "Oh, you know, I'd really like you to come and do uh, this show I'm doing." And then she revealed it was at the Albert Hall and that it was the Proms and then it was going to be on TV. And <laughs> it was sort of like she drip-fed me the intensity of the the sort of pressure, <laughs> which was great. So I'd already learnt the music by the time I realised we were going to be on television. <laughs> But it was great. I absolutely loved it. Performing at the Royal Albert Hall is like a dream come true, obviously. So to get to do that and to get to do it with such amazing musicians was like unbelievable.
0: And you've been touring around the country and the world,
2: I guess. Because you're from Nottingham. I'm from Nottingham. And in 2017, I supported uh, for two dates an artist called Eric Bibb in Amsterdam, uh, in the Netherlands. And uh, he was great. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. We got along and he liked my show a lot and was like, you know, when I come to the UK, would you support? And uh, Eric got nominated for a Grammy, which is fantastic, uh, for his Migration Blues album, which is a great album. And so he decided to do a European tour. And so I supported him at the start of 2018 for 12 dates across the UK and Ireland. Yeah, I was his support for the whole tour, which was amazing and such a great experience he's such an amazing musician you know eric has released a lot of albums going on nearly 50 albums his audience is so so wonderful and really all about the lyrics so it was it was great dream audience really
0: yeah and do you feel like you learned a lot from touring
2: with him so much i learned so much from eric the the thing about it is he's been in the scene he's been on the scene for a long time and his audience really love him. All of them. They all know the album songs. They know the singles. And I just kind of was really inspired by him. And he gave me so much advice. We we wrote some music together. It was it was like a gap year. <laughs> I didn't get a gap year. So, <laughs> so, that, was so if, that was my gap year. Yeah, it was just a lot of learning on the job, I guess. And there was no negative energy from him at any time. And... You know, I, I've that was my first time ever supporting. So to have that as your first experience is very rare. <laughs> so I hear. Um, but yeah, I learned so much from Eric. And a lot of what I learned on that tour affected my music in such a big way and gave me the inspiration to start working on my album. Yeah, I owe him a lot. <laughs> and you're working on that album right now, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm working on my first album. Um, I've been taking my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah um you only get to do it once yeah. the first one so i'm taking my time i just really want it to be my best work and uh i have a lot to say i think the the thing is up to this point i've always done eps mm-hmm. and the great thing about an ep is it's kind of like a, a shot it's like a intensive strong tasting you know short burst of flavor and um the difference between that and making an album is that you're making a longer drink like a cocktail or a beer or something I don't know why I'm using alcohol analogies <laughs> it's uh, it. it's yeah, yeah. um so you know you want a strong flavor, but you want it to be consistent and you want it to be palatable for you know for eleven tracks or twelve tracks or whatever, yeah. so you know it's an opportunity to be really creative um and to make a a sort of a wider point
0: I've got to ask you about earth wind and fire <laughs> right <Because, laughs> yes. Yeah. You've talked about your influences and being on tour with other people, but I've read that you were on tour for a few dates with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. That's a big one for me. That was a big one for me. That's influenced you.
2: (laughs) It was a a big one for me. It was unbelievable. Such a big surprise. Um, uh, My management put me forward to support Earth, Wind, and Fire after the Eric Bibb tour. And it was a bit of a shot in the dark thing. It was very unlikely, but they saw my stuff and they really liked it me and asked me to support them for their three dates initially in the UK so they were doing Bournemouth, Manchester and Leeds uh, all arenas and so taking like my guitar and my loop pedal into an arena was like insane and i was so nervous i was so nervous the first day i was like i went on to soundcheck and i was shaking <laughs> it was like that never happens i remember morris um who is the guitarist for Earth, Wind and Fire, was just sort of packing his stuff away and I was just doing my sound check. And he came over and he was like, man, you're amazing, you're amazing. And I was like, oh, thank you. It's like, your voice, your lyrics, I love you, man. You heard this guy. It's a really bad Morris impression. He <laughs> was like, you heard this guy. But, um uh, Loads of the crew were like, around, obviously. We're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, you're really good. And I don't know if they were just, <laughs> I don't know why, I don't it's know if the they face. were making it up, but it was such, a relaxed me so much. And we went and they're a massive crew. It's like three tour buses, five tech tech vans. It's huge. And uh, they have on-site catering. They have a caterer that goes around with them, makes a fresh menu every single day because they can't, like, leave. There's mm-hmm. just so many of them. And we all sat down and it was like, you know, in those cheesy American high school uh, <laughs> films, I, like, walked in with my empty tray and I was like, where am I going to sit? And all the chairs, the tables were, like, laid out and everyone was sat in their groups. And then Vadim mm-hmm. White, who's, like, one of the original members of the band uh, stood up and was like, Rob. And I was like, I can't believe he knew who I was. (laughs) I was like, hi. He goes, come here, come, come, come. And I sat with him and he introduced me to everybody. Amazing. Um, We all sat and the vibe was just such a big family vibe. I mean, those guys, you know, they're, they've been around yeah. and they've got families they've got grandchildren on tour with them and they're all just chilling and it's such it felt like a big like sunday meal every single day like a family dinner every single day it was unbelievable it's worth saying that all of them are at the top of their game musically you know they have just got better and better with time And Philip Bailey, the lead vocalist, his falsetto, I mean, it's one of the most famous falsettos in soul music. Every single night, he is hitting notes that are mind blowing. They're mind blowing notes. They're like so high. And there was one moment on the first night in Bournemouth, I did my set and it went really well and I was so happy. And I sat and watched their whole show. I was just filming, you know, I was Instagramming. I don't like to film live shows ever. I just like to just watch them. I think more people should do that. For this one moment, I was like, I'm just going to capture this. And I just spun my phone round. And just as it passed Philip Bailey, he stepped into this spotlight and hit this note that honestly, like wolves in America probably picked it up. (laughs) It was so high. And I just, my jaw dropped. It was unbelievable. Every day was like that. Yeah. I was so sad on the last day in Manchester. I cried a little bit on stage, genuinely. Uh, And it was caught on camera, so I can't pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, Because I just learned so much, and it was so great. I just never thought that I would get the opportunity to do something like that. Then they called me the next day, and they were like, oh, um hey, Rob, do you want to come and support us in Paris? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. When? They were like, tomorrow. (laughs) So I was like, okay. In, like, 24 hours, we all just sort of, like, figured out how to get to paris and it was so rock and roll we arrived at the venue at palais du congrès at 5 p.m and my sound check was at 5 p.m like we rocked up i ran onto the stage did my sound check got off the stage and then literally went back on again in an hour so it was great it musically it just it just gave me so much energy and inspiration and I'm just really grateful. And a slightly strange transition
0: (laughs) now. So we've talked about your amazing career to date. Yeah. And you've kind of done a little bit of a sidewind into composing and uh, being a musical director for Mm. our current uh, studio show, Elves and the Shoemaker. Talk Mm. us through what that's like, because you're making music for a really different audience there.
2: Yeah. At the start of 2018, I energized that I wanted to just get myself into... More challenging musical environments, and I feel like I definitely got that. In April, I wrote the music uh, with Sheep Soup for their latest production, The Leftovers, which went on tour. And I really loved it. They specialise in making musicals where the m- music occurs naturally as part of the storyline and as part of the drama. So uh, the challenge of that was writing music in a way that it could build and occur in a in a believable sort of suspended belief way naturally but what i liked about that was it was kind of like songwriting for a different artist there were five characters they were all very very different and their ways of songwriting even though they were all songwriters would be very different and their opinions would be very different and their voices were very different and it was great actually and I really loved it and uh, Siobhan Cannon-Brownlee was the director on that piece when it first was performed at Leicester Curve. Then fast forward towards the end of the year she was like I'm doing Elves in the Shoemaker. Uh, It's a kid's show she goes but I don't want it to feel condescending and I want and I really want to push uh, sort of the poppiness of it and I want it to feel very sort of accessible in a musical sense and so I think uh, I was because she said it like that, and because she knew me so well, I was a lot more confident to go, Yeah, yeah, you know, I'd love to do that. I'd love to uh, try. And I was, and I said from the very beginning, I was like, If you don't like it, or if you think it's not right, just say, <laughs> like, Fire me instantly. It's so fine. Um, and she was great. And Siobhan is. You know, you've spoken to Siobhan, obviously, on the podcast. She's so brilliant. And I know that Siobhan is going to do amazing things because her integrity as a director and her sort of artistic discipline is always improving and and so on point already that it's just... I learned so much being in a room with Siobhan. And so I've been involved in this project perhaps more days than I should have been (laughs) because I was in every day because I just didn't want to miss anything. And as a songwriter... The more you can get from the actors and the more you can get from uh, the director, it just informs all the lyrics. And Siobhan was very keen to have a show where the music and the drama felt hand in hand and that there wasn't like drama and then a song and then drama and then a song, but that they spoke to each other and they developed from each other. And luckily, both Siobhan and Kath, the writer, were very fluid and open about working collaboratively in that way. The show's going to tour schools
0: now. The yes. run's almost over here, but we're about to start touring around schools. Will you make it out
2: there and see the reaction? Because that's to me a completely different reaction to your music, I think. Yeah, I'm totally going to see it while it's in a school at some point over January or early February while it's on tour. Um, we actually got a little taster when we took 15 minutes of the show into a uh, school to sort of test it out and see how certain elements were working. It was just amazing. I think the one of the great things about this show, and I'm sure everybody who's been interviewed about it has said this, but um, we're giving young people, in most cases, their first experience of theatre. And to do it with a story that's this sort of well-told, I think that, you know, casting such a great job with that script. And I think a great children's script just absolutely sings it like flies out of the off the stage and the kids grab hold of the story so quickly and they interact and they're talking to the actors and i think the testament to the actors just for a moment to say that hazel and terry both excel in the show in a way that i don't think uh, you can underplay because Hazel and Terry are both fantastic actors, great improvisers, they're so great with kids. Hazel as a musician is very impressive, but it's also worth saying, or and it's also worth saying, Terry started this process in his audition and he said, look, I can rap, but that's it, I haven't sung before in a play really, I haven't played an instrument in a play really, but I'm totally up for learning. And he was so great in his audition that Siobhan was like can we make this work and I was like yeah we'll, we'll find a way so in the process of the show you see Terry play the khan you see him play the melodeon, you hear him sing you see him play the glockenspiel uh, he tap dances all of those things he didn't know how to do before we started the show and he'd never even touched before so I think it's a testament to him Hazel taught a lot of those instruments but also she has developed the songs into her own style as she's taken them on and And she's so on point, both of them, every time they perform, their chemistry on stage is so fantastic. So as a musician and as a songwriter, handing over your music to people, to two actors who take the music as seriously as they take it, is a blessing. And it's so much fun to watch and it's so much fun to watch. The kids watch it. So I'm definitely going to go see it in the school just to see how it changes every time
0: fantastic well we're really chuffed that you've helped us out with this show and you've directed the music because it is amazing it's really catchy it's been in my head for the last month (laughs) i had a week (laughs) off it stayed in there but uh (laughs) we'll see how we get on um so what's coming up for you in the new year because we've just started
2: 2019 yes so uh this year i am finishing off my album and recording it um i'm hoping to keep working on uh, other musical projects as well i've really enjoyed writing music for theater um and any opportunities that i get to do that i'm definitely going to pursue um i've been involved in a few RDs over the past few months um, and so i'd love to keep doing things like that um just because it takes you out of your own head and it gets you to do something a bit different but using the same muscles if you see what i mean so it's really good and yeah lots of gigs I'm doing so many festivals this year and so many shows this year because I just want to road test all the new material. And last year I tried so many things and sort of, you know, so, sort of dipped in and out of lots of stuff. And I just like to streamline and focus this year to really execute the very best I can. Fantastic. Well, we're all really excited to see what you do next. Thanks. Thanks so much, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.
1: I think it's lovely to hear the enthusiasm Rob has for working in theatre, and let's hope we see lots more from him in this domain. But, of course, he's also a huge name to watch out for in 2019 in the music world when he hopes to release his debut album, so watch this space. Thanks again for tuning in to Nottingham Playcast. There are so many good things to look forward to in 2019. Do come back next time in our next edition. We'll be returning to Wonderland in the meantime. Please subscribe to Nottingham Playcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to talking to you next time.